0: Hey, ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls podcast. We're your host, Jocelyn Haas. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode, we're talking about the power we have as Christians. Talking for hours as we normally do. <laughs> we're like
1: thinking we're gonna record it and then it's like we're just gonna talk for two hours
0: before it's fine. <laughs> but we were kind of talking about what we wanted to have the episode on today and we thought that it would be a really good idea because lately a lot of the sermons that our pastor's been talking about is the power we have in our tongue. And I thought it'd be cool to just talk about like the power we have as Christians in general. Yes. Because I think sometimes we forget the authority that we have through Jesus Christ. And um, so, yeah, I think it's just something cool to talk about.
1: Yeah, and I, um, when I think about that, too, and learning about it, it reminds me of when we're kids and people Mm. say stuff to us. And what people say to us when we're kids, like, it might be something like, you're ugly, you're fat. Like, that sticks with us forever. And it could just be, like, little things like, you're at the gym and you look at yourself and then that little thing comes in your mind and people don't realize how much it affects you and as christians like we have to be careful with that too we can curse ourselves with our own tongue and that's what pastor said yesterday like we could be like oh we're not going to be able to pay this bill and when we say that that's literally letting the enemy like come in and scare us like yeah and after years
0: of either family members friends or people around us and us talking so negative about ourselves Mm -hmm. We forget how special we are yep. and how God created us to be like these bold human beings, like yep. these bold inspirational humans and with no fear. Yep. And as life goes on, it kind of wears on us and we forget the authority we have through him.
1: Right. <laughs> He's like snoring. Um, but yes, and my counselor said, because I, I was asking her, it's like, when we do stuff, so, like, for example, when people wouldn't text me back, this is just a big example, Mm -hmm. in middle school or in high school, it would mean they weren't mad at me, and I'd be like, or they were mad at me, not weren't mad at me, they were mad at me, Mm -hmm. so now when people, so I would be like, I'm a terrible friend, I did something wrong, so my mind has these seeds planted in it, so every single time somebody doesn't text me back, my, my literal brain, like, goes down this path, and how she explained it, it's like walking through snow the first time. Mm. And the first time you walk through it, it's like you're planting literally, like you're walking through it super slow, like you're trying to make footprints like this and that. And then the second time it starts getting easier and easier. So now every single time my brain just goes down this path and being like, you're a terrible friend. You did something wrong. Why did you do this? And it's like, I'm doing it to myself because I planted the scene in my mind because yeah. I spoke those words not that yeah, crazy? It
0: is crazy. And um I was having this conversation with this lady at church, and she was saying, too, how sometimes there are spirits. And we as Christians, and I think it's not talked about enough, because when you have interactions with spirits or you're experiencing spiritual warfare, some people can see spirits, some people can hear them. You know, we all have these different sensitivities to the spirit realm and it's never talked about. Like it's not openly talked about or people feel crazy when they talk about it. And it's like, no, like if you believe in heaven and hell, like there is a spiritual realm. Right. Then you believe in spirits. Right. So um she was explaining it to me in the way that sometimes spirits can like whisper lies into our ear or get into our minds and um tell us these lies. And then tell us almost like speak them out of our own mouths because they know and the devil knows the power of the tongue. So when we're physically speaking those things out, we are cursing ourselves and cursing our lives if they're negative things against ourselves. And we're
1: essentially keeping ourselves in this negative cycle. So how do we like know though it's the difference between like a spirit doing it and like us doing it to ourselves? Um, honestly... She didn't really explain that aspect
0: to me, but it doesn't really matter because either way, we're cursing. Yeah, that is true. By what comes out of our mouth.
1: And then our mind thinks it. Yeah,
0: and so it could be, you know, just that we now have a negative mindset about ourselves because of something our parents had said to us. Right. Or a friend, or it could be... You know, the the enemy, the spirits, the evil spirits coming to try to attack us because they know that we're getting closer to our destiny or closer to whatever and they don't want us to move anywhere. Right. And she was saying too, like a lot of times the devil or the enemy tries to take us out as early as he can. Because if a child is convinced that they're not anything, they don't have any confidence, they're not going to grow out of that. Dude. So that's why a lot of young people end up killing themselves because these spirits torment
1: them. Yep. And I was just thinking about the time because recently I've, I started going to counseling. I'll be completely honest with you. I, I started going to counseling again because I started getting these suicidal thoughts and I'm like, bro, this is not me. Like, I would never commit suicide. Like, what's wrong with me? And, um... And I literally thought something was wrong with me. In my second session, my psycholo- my counselor was like, "You're stop saying something's wrong with you. Like, nothing's wrong with you. Like, your feelings are valid. Like, stop. But besides the point, and you brought this up to me. Somebody brought this up to you. Like, people with special gifts, the devil wants to take them out, like mm-hmm. you just said. So he's going to start putting these seeds in your head. Yeah. And I told Joss, this is just a story. So I recently like or a long time ago I said this to Joss I said I feel like I'm gonna die young like I just came out and said that and we were she was Joss was like don't say that like I don't like talking about this stuff and I was like no dude that's fine but I just had a feeling and what I got revealed to me after working through some of my stuff that I'm working through in counseling what I got revealed to me by God is I think the devil planted that in my head or his assignments planted that in my head because they wanted me to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Like I literally think that's what it was, and I, it might sound crazy, but that's literally what I got revealed. to No, me. we
0: talked about this on a podcast because oh, yes. I had the same thing when I was in high school. I told my friends I don't see myself living past
1: me. Yes, being yes, yes, yes.
0: And that is so crazy because that just shows. We weren't even close then. Mm -hmm. Like, it just shows the similarities in what he's trying to do. Yep. And how he tries to, like, take us out young. Because he doesn't want us to reach maturity. He doesn't want us to then meet Jesus. Because if I would have died then, I no doubt would have went to hell. Yeah, Because I I wasn't following God. I wasn't doing anything, like, for the good of the kingdom. Like, I was literally, like, in the world. Right. I didn't know who God was. So if I would have died then, like, I wouldn't have eternal life. I wouldn't go to heaven. I right. wouldn't have the chance to meet God and, like, walk with Jesus. Like, I, my life would have been over.
1: Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, that same with you. Like, if you would have ended it sooner, you wouldn't have matured in your full purpose. Exactly. And that's exactly what he wants. Exactly. And the way that the lady at church explained it to me, too, she was like, if we are letting him get into our minds and take over our minds he knows he has our whole life he mm-hmm. knows that he has everything so when we allow him to do that we're making him happy yeah because he doesn't want us to reach maturity
1: right and I m- me and Josh were talking actually we talked yesterday we always any time we talk I'm like dude you better hang out because I'm gonna talk to you for Katie like now. me get into
0: deep <laughs> conversations every time we talk There's every no single time like surface level conversation no it's ever.
1: always like let's go into each other's souls <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> let's figure out what's going on here like she's the, one of the only I talk to her about a lot of stuff because I'm like you don't make me feel crazy (laughs) like I feel normal but we were talking about probably
0: because I'm like 20 times
1: more crazy (laughs) honestly I feel like we're equal dude in a sense dude I don't know but anyways I was telling her yesterday I'm like I feel like something's holding me back like I can't worship at church my mind will like wander everywhere I'm like I don't understand what's going on yeah and how you explained it to me yesterday is that like the enemy likes, likes doing that. Like, oh, you love to worship, but we're going to act like you don't today. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why am I getting so distracted? I used to be able to come to church and just go crazy and just not care what anyone thought or anything. And now I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I don't really care if people pay attention to me when I worship. Like, I'm like, dude, if I'm, me holding my hand up is the reason why somebody else says, Great, dude. That's because it makes them feel comfortable. Right. Great. But I'm like, why do I feel like I can't just put full attention to God? Right. And I get so discouraged because I'm like, literally, I'll be praising for like two seconds and then something happens and I'm like distracted. I'm like, what is going on?
0: I think that's a really good topic because I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, but they don't have anybody who's like transparent about it. Yeah. But as like... Christians, especially, like, us being newer Christians, we're gonna have times of, like, really great times in our faith and really, like, hard times in our faith. Right. Just, like, anything with life. It comes with ups and downs. hmm And, um, I think that it's completely normal and, like, not to get down on yourself. Just ask God, like, why this is happening or, like... Right. Always ask Him, you know, because I think it's so easy for us to go to each other or yeah. go to another member of the church but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just as simple as like asking god right having him reveal it to you because he'll send the people to you that can help you then yeah he'll send the video on your phone that will help you and minister to you or whatever
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. that does make a lot of sense And i was honestly feeling kind of crazy yeah like in a sense i was like why can't i just worship like i really feel like sometimes like i can't be who i want to be and My worship because I'm like, I get distracted, I'm not paying attention, and I feel like guilty about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, God doesn't want me to feel guilty Mm -hmm. at all. So, like, it's okay, and that I'll get through it. But I'm like, I just need to figure out like the root of this. Yeah,
0: it's just like a spirit probably trying to block you. And distractions, like, in your mind. Because I know for me, too, like, that's how I've always felt. Like, how some people can just be so connected to God and, like, hear him so clearly. Same. And I've always felt that something's blocking me. Right. And um, I, and it's funny because I always feel crazy talking about spirits and, like, demons and stuff. Because I feel like people probably think it's, like, psychotic. Wild, yeah. But it's real. Right. And, Um, sometimes it's so essential and we don't realize that we need deliverance from things. We don't realize that we need, like, these spirits to be delivered from us, um, or to be delivered from these spirits. Right. And, um, like the lady at church was telling me too, because I've been dealing with really bad spiritual warfare. I've been dealing with suicidal thoughts and, um, just being completely, like you said, like open and transparent. Yeah. Like, life is real and sometimes we get really badly spiritually attacked and we get bad thoughts right and our mental health spirals and exactly. it's okay to be open about that right and um I was having really bad suicidal thoughts so some ladies at church like prayed for me and I didn't tell them at all I didn't tell them that I was having these thoughts because it was literally like in church I couldn't focus and I just kept thinking like God will never do for you what He's done for all these other people. Like you will never be perfect enough to follow God. Like you should just kill yourself. And these were literally the thoughts that were going on in my head. And so I told Kayla, I was like, Kayla, I just need somebody to pray for me. Like, can you ask somebody to pray for me? Like, I just need to be prayed
1: for. Yeah. And, and I was like crying. And yeah. She's like,
0: Oh yeah, like of course I'll go and ask this. Right. Lady.
1: And, and this lady, <laughs> I actually backstory on her. I did this class at church. It's called Fire Starters. Mm-hmm. And they kind of were praying for me at church, and they did... They're, like, wild. Like, it's when you can tell when somebody's connected to God because they'll be praying for you. Like, I legit walked up in this class. This is just a backstory. I walked up into this class, and they were like, it's your lower back, right? And I was like, bro, what? Like, how do you know this? Yeah. And it's, you know when people are connected to God. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and so um she was like yes of course and then this other lady was like just followed like she was just like oh she needs prayer like I'm going yeah they're so, like this
1: is what we're here for yeah. I'm like, Bro,
0: okay so the first lady she was like I'm gonna hug you and when I hug you open your heart and just accept the love of God in your heart she was like don't don't like block it just fully accept it don't get scared just like embrace it and I was like getting kind of scared while I'm like crying I'm like okay <laughs> and, <laughs> You're like, I'm and, over <laughs> so she gives me like the best hug of my life like she just you could tell she has so much love in her and she gave me a hug and she started praying for me and she started praying in tongues and then um the other lady got anointing oil and she was like anointing my feet and like praying for me and um all of a sudden when we're done praying she was like I kept hearing suicide and I was like Whoa. Like that was the first time that I've ever actually um, like heard somebody pray for me and then say something that resonated with me so deeply because literally I was just thinking that in the service and I haven't had suicidal thoughts for a very long time. probably since like a little after high school. Right. And so I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Like she really just heard from God. God really is telling her. Like He knows right. who I am. Like it right. was the first where I was like, "Whoa, God knows who <laughs> I am!" Got me. Like He's here. <laughs> right. And um, so yeah. So then that was that, and then I left. And then um, I have a testimony to share, but I kind of want to wait until it's fully like developed and over. But something significant kept happening. And um, so it led me to speaking to this other lady that I was talking to yesterday and having a meeting with her. And it's just so crazy that once you open up and you're like, God, I want to be delivered basically, and he knows your heart, he will set you free and he'll send the people in your life to help you do that. Right. You just have to want it first. Yeah. And you have to recognize that something is wrong first. Yeah. Because we are not going to be able to be freed from something that we don't acknowledge. Yeah. And so once we acknowledge that something actually happened, because it's so easy to push things down and forget about things. Yeah that's like our, some of our natural coping mechanisms is just, I'm going to push it down and forget about it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think I've shared this before. I don't remember any of my childhood, but I get glimpses. So I know that some pretty traumatic things have
1: happened to me. I just have never really sat down and like, figured it out and I remember asking him like do you remember like anything and you're like no not really like I kind of just block it out and I was like oh okay yeah and for me I just at first I didn't understand that and now I'm like starting to be like wow dude like that's crazy yeah for my childhood I remember very few things
0: except for the small flashbacks that I get but it really feels like my childhood never happened and it's kind of a scary feeling because you're like wait did this really happen or am I making this up and it makes you feel insane and so after they had prayed for me I started getting more of these flashbacks and like I said I'm not going to go into too much detail because I feel like God's going to make like an amazing testimony out of it later and I'll be able to help more people through it yes um but so yeah after they prayed for me I started getting these flashbacks and then I ended up talking to the lady and she like confirmed the flashback and it was just so weird to have somebody who doesn't know anything about my life doesn't know me seen me at church but we've had maybe two or three conversations that were not in depth just kind of saying hi and bye right and she confirmed it and I was like wow like these people really hear from God like these spirits are really real like right. don't ever feel crazy for like either whether you see spirits or whether you can feel spirits yeah. or you can feel people's energies yeah like God and I know this might be controversial too but like pastor has been talking about it, like how God gives us all different gifts or like insights in the spirit realm and how we can all kind of feel things or see things differently because God like allows us to do that or trusts us with that. Yep. And, um, a lot of those things can make us feel crazy and make us feel like this isn't real. Why am I doing this? How can I see this? And we kind of ignore it or like act like it's not there because it makes us feel crazy. Because it's not talked about that much. But just know that if you are one of those people that can see things, hear things, feel things, whatever, you're not crazy. Like God is trying to reveal things to you or like eventually he's going to use that as a ministry Mm -hmm. and help you help people.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like we, and we, I talk about this a lot and we talk about this a lot. We think because, so I grew up in a typical family home, like a literally mom and dad, like siblings, like a literally typical home, and I struggle from childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning this all in my, in counseling, I'm learning about this, and I'm like, I didn't know I struggled with this, and so I lessen my problems. I lessen them, and I'm like, I shouldn't deal with this, because I feel like people are going to look at me and make me feel crazy. Mm -hmm. So I don't even like talking about it, really, and I don't like bringing it up to certain people, because I'm like, I don't want to be told that I'm wrong, because I've been told my entire life that I shouldn't feel this way, like this and that. So I'm like, I don't want to be told that I'm wrong. So, and I really am big on like validate your own feelings Mm -hmm. like start doing that even when you feel like you're insane like Joss has taught me this a lot and my counselor like even when you're like okay like why am I feeling this way be like okay I do feel this way and my feelings are there like it's okay for me to feel this way and I thank you for showing me that because you don't know that like I think I didn't even know that that was a thing like I can't Mm -hmm. validate my own feelings like somebody has to do it for me and it's like no I can do it and God can do it for me. Like, that's two big things. And it's, like, don't lessen your – I don't want to call them problems. Don't lessen things that you feel, like you think. And, like, I feel, in a sense, like, I can even pick up people's, like, spirits in a sense. Like, when they're negative, I'm, like, I can really feel you, bro. Like, get away from me. And I don't think that's necessarily my gift, but Mm -hmm. I feel like Christians can pick that up. Like, you'll be in a restaurant and you'll be, like, ooh, bro, why do I feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable? And it's because we can pick them up. But, like, just, like, literally your gifts, like – everyone's did and me and josh were just talking about this before this and this is kind of off topic everyone get everyone's gift is so different and for a while i was like what is my purpose like Mm -hmm. i want to know so bad and josh revealed this to me and another guy kind of confirmed it he was like you walked in here and um one of our like spiritual moms at church she was like you just like looked like me when i saw it and i was like what is my gift? And Joss was like, dude, your gift might just be being a light. And then after, like, people just kept revealing that to me. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. Because And then I'm thinking that's so small, but that's not that small. Like, that's so big. Yeah, and I
0: just want to stop you just for a second because yeah. I want to make a point and that kind of fits in with that. Yeah. But no matter how big your problems are or how small your problems are, they're just as real to you or they're as real to you as... don't know what I'm trying to say no I get what you're saying your problems might be smaller in the sense of like some problems that other people have to deal with but in your life they're just as big yeah as that person because that's the biggest problems you've had to deal with and that's your struggles in life and that's what God's given you to overcome so it's just as real and I think as especially women men too but especially women we downplay it We downplay sexual assault. We downplay, like, just the littlest things because we feel like we have to be perfect in a sense. We feel like we have to be the caretakers. Like, nothing can be wrong with us because we have to take care of other people. Right. And that's not true. Like, we need to take care of ourselves first because when we're full and when we're taken care of, we can take care of everybody else so much better. Right. Because then we're taking care of them with our overflow, not trying to pour into them from our empty cup.
1: Yep. And, um... Another point on that is when people like speak with their tongue, so something could have happened to you and then that one person could be like, all right, but that, that isn't that bad. And then you have that planted in your brain and you're like, well, why is this, why does it not seem that big to me? Right. And it's like, it is a big deal though. Mm-hmm. Like if it hurt you and you felt uncomfortable in that situation and literally like something happened to me a while ago and I'm very open if somebody asks me about it, but I, um in this somebody in the case of the guy like I was sexually assaulted and some people are like would look at it and be like but it wasn't that big of a deal but to me like I literally after it happened I was like numb Mm -hmm. for days like I literally didn't talk I think I told Joss but I literally like would sit in my room I would come home I would sit in my room and like did not talk to anyone like I was and that is not me when something happens like I need to talk about it yeah like I can't just keep it in and I literally Like it happened, and I was like, I asked one of my coworkers about it because I'm like, I don't know if I'm just freaking out, and I literally like was numb, and I'm like, that is not how I am, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, now ever since that happened, everything spiraled from that. The way I look at men and the way I look at older men, I'm like, ew, and I'm like, I don't want to be like that. Like, not all men are like that, and so it's just like somebody could look at that situation and be like, it's not that big of a deal, but to me, it was huge.
0: Yeah. And so, it was a seed that was planted, and how right. it, in a way, like, turned you away from your growth, it turned your eyes off of God, like, right. it made you feel these negative things, and it's wrong in any sense, right. like, it's never right for a guy to do that, Right, but for you, like, the end or god will use it for good but the enemy meant it for evil right eventually you'll be able to minister to women that have dealt with the same thing right or you know young girls who may have dealt with it before right and so it sucks that it happens but there's always a purpose and god always has a plan for things yeah because if none of us ever struggled we wouldn't be able to help people but yeah, we would never, we would never be able to help people if we didn't struggle in some way. So right. I think sometimes, like Pastor was saying, we look at the storm as Christians as like a terrible thing and we rebuke the storm. But sometimes the storm is what's going to bring our blessing.
1: Yeah, and I saw this this TikTok. It's not really funny, but this girl was singing the um, song "Refiner," and in the song it says, "I want to be tried by fire, purified." Like, um, whatever. I, I can't exactly remember the words, but the
0: I'll do whatever, take whatever you desire. Yeah. Lord, here's my life. Yeah.
1: And so, like, the girl was, like, obsessed with the song, and she Mm -hmm. would, like, sing it all the time, and then all of a sudden she, like, started having these really hard times and, like, God said to her, like, you were asking for this. Yep. Like, you were, like, speaking this, and one point I remember, like, the, I was having a hard time, and me and my cousin Eric were driving, and I was, like, I am tired of going through the fire, God. Like, take me out of it. Yeah. But it's just, like, we do have power with our tongues. Like, we're asking God for these things, and it's true. Like, we, when we walk through the fire and like that mountain and there's actually a song we sang yesterday in church and it's so beautiful. By Tasha Cobb. Yes. So beautiful, dude. I, that was the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, really? Yeah. did. Have you ever heard it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I listen to Tasha Cows all the time. She has dude. a beautiful voice.
1: And she's very strong. And when she sings, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy moly. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but so, and it says like the mountain, like you can pe- bring us through any mountain and God, you're going to be right with us, like holding our hand up. And then it's just like in the fire. And then when we think we're in the pit, like God's right there with us, like holding our hand, it might not feel like it. And it's just like waymaker. Like, um, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Like all these things are so true because it's just like when we don't see it and when we don't feel it, that's when God's working the most. Yes. Cause he has his hand on it and he's like, I'm going to get you there. You just have to wait on me.
0: And like, those times are the times that he tries our faith. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have to have faith if things were always, like, perfect. Right. You know? Right. And, but he also gives us the authority to speak negative things out of our lives. And sometimes we forget that. Like, yeah. we forget the authority we have over the devil. We forget the authority we have over the evil. Right. And it's just in the power of our tongue like all we have to do is rebuke it in the blood of Jesus and God will take it away from us
1: yeah um a long time ago I was having like doubts and I was like God or grandma I was like how is it like possible I was a long time ago I was more of like a see it or feel it like this was when I was in middle school I was like how am I supposed to know God's real if I can't see him Mm -hmm. and I can't feel him like how am I supposed to know that and she's like well that's when faith comes in and at first I was like okay grandma like whatever but it's so true like You can't technically see God, you can feel God, and it's just, like, that one moment, and this is for a lot of new believers, like, I feel, I felt God before I, like, knew I was strong in my faith, and I was like, okay, and at first you might not feel God, and you're gonna be like, okay, this is kind of weird, like, where, what's, what almost is the point of this, and then that moment when you feel God, you're like, I know he's real, no question about Mm -hmm. it, like, every doubt I've ever had about God gone like yeah. literally everything and I was like dude that is so important so powerful and uh, like I don't know it's so cool and I think like having faith like that you only have to have like the smallest bit of faith and God and will get you yes it.
0: exactly like the Bible says the faith of the mustard seed which I think is like the smallest seed on earth it's so small And, um, cause I find myself getting frustrated with friends or family, not necessarily frustrated. I just want it so bad for them and for them to not understand is frustrating to me because I'm like, dude, like God has so much for you. You don't even know. Like he loves you so much, even though you don't even accept him or know him, he still loves you. He still knows you. Right. But it's hard to explain that to people who are like, um, you're weird, like your religion is weird or like your faith is weird. And they don't understand. Right. But it's the hardest thing when friends and family don't understand or don't even want to understand sometimes. Right. Because I just want what's best for them. God just wants what's best for them and they're not, they don't want what's best for them. Yeah. You know?
1: And you know the love he has to offer. So it's like when you feel it, and we've talked about this before just one-on-one, like we look at people and we're like, we just want you to feel what we feel. Yeah. Like even though sometimes like we'll talk about like struggling and stuff and I honestly think... The reason why we talk about like struggling with your mental health is because God wants us to like work on that and get through it. So he's showing us like yes. what we, how we can get better and it like seems sad and bad but it's like no like God's with me he's walking me mm-hmm. through it so it's just like where was I going with this <laughs> um anyways we want to oh this is where I was we want them to feel what we feel yeah and like we want them to like experience God's love because yes. God's love tops everything mm-hmm. in this world and I'm I'm learning every day how to be whole in God and I just started to really trying to be better about this being completely whole in God and not trying to find other things and I think like Josh said too like we can get our validation from God.
0: Yeah, we can get our validation from God and ourselves. Like, right. We always look externally as humans for things to make us feel better, like money, material yep. things, or um, love. You know, but it's like, why do you think we're constantly searching for something to make us feel better? Because we haven't found our wholeness in God. Exactly. And like me and Kay have talked about, it's not something that happens over time. Right. Like, I've been in my faith for two years and I'm still not perfect. Right. I mean, not that I'll ever be perfect, but I'm still struggling in certain areas or I'm still lacking in certain things. And I still, you know, struggle with my emotions sometimes or struggle with wanting more money sometimes. Right. You know, of course, those things are going to creep in but it's about having the heart to want to change and God will help us through that. Right. Like, he doesn't expect us to be perfect. He knew we were never going to be perfect. Yeah. He just needs us to want to change. Yeah.
1: And I think for a while I was struggling with the concept of, like, being Christian and being perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm people, like, for some reason, like, put it in your brain that, like, as a Christian you need to be perfect. And I'm like, brother, no.
0: It's because they want to challenge God. Like, they uh... want to see, like... They want to see, oh, if God's so perfect or God's, like, almighty, then you can't make a mistake.
1: Dude, that makes sense. It's like when Jesus got tempted in the Bible. Yeah.
0: For 40 Like, days. they want proof. They're, in my mind, to me, it's like they're looking for proof that God is real through
1: us. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, that's
0: how it feels. Like, they want to challenge us to see oh, well, if God is this and that, then why did you just curse or why did you just talk bad about that person or whatever? And it's like. As Christians, yes, we do need to be more careful because we carry Jesus' name and it's so important to make him look good because every time we sin, and I just read this in the Bible, every time we sin, we're crucifying Jesus over again. Dude, yeah. And we're making people doubt him over again because we're his examples.
1: Dude, and um, one of our friends said, she was like, think about it like this. Somebody said this to her, like, every time you sin, you're pinning Jesus to the cross. Yeah,
0: it's in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. Every time we sin, we're like, it's like we're crucifying Jesus because we're his examples of like, to other people, like we're his witnesses, basically. Dude. So every time we like publicly sin, not to say that obviously we are not perfect, so So we're going to make mistakes, but every time we publicly sin, that gives people reason to question
1: Jesus. Yes, dude. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But then you put it in your own brain, and you're like, okay, I need to be perfect. I can't mess up. I gotta read my Bible every day. If I don't read my Bible every day, I'm definitely going to hell. Like, it's just, like, these things we put in our brain. Yeah. And it's just, like, if we stopped doing that, mm-hmm. you know how much more simple life would be? Right. Because people, and I think sometimes Christians struggle with
0: this, we think that there's rules. Like, yeah. oh, God set these rules in place, and, like, no, it's about the betterment of him. It's yeah. not about us. It's about the betterment of him and, like, saving lives. Right. Like, saving souls. Right. And um, I think, because I have conversations with people at work, and I work with a lot of, like, recovered drug addicts from, like, the glory of God. Like, God has redeemed them. And um, one of my managers, like, he has one of the best testimonies ever. And we were just talking about this today. Like, he literally overdosed three times like technically died and came back to life three different times two of the times which like he should not have been alive well all three of the times he should not have been alive like the stories are crazy and now he works at a christian facility and like he's working for god he goes to church on a regular basis like he's been completely clean for over three years four-ish years and he's my manager now right like it's just crazy to see what god can do and He's still, like, he'll be the first one to say, he's like, I'm still not perfect. Like, he still slips up and cusses sometimes. He still slips up and, like, does not-so-godly things sometimes. But he is trying, and he, look at where he came from. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, God knows where we came from. Exactly. Not to say that that's, like, an excuse to sin, but he knows where we came from, and he sees our improvements, even right. if we don't. Like, he sees the steps we're taking, he sees the improvements. Right. So we we don't have the authority to put it on ourselves and be like, we need to be perfect. I need to be perfect. Right. Because that's never going to happen.
1: Exactly. No, Exactly. And I, um... I've been hearing this in a lot of prayers, so I started adding it to my prayers before I go to sleep. Not every night, because sometimes I forget, but i um, <laughs> not going to lie, I won't lie, but that's a sin, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> <God>. anyways, <laughs> what? <two>. What the <laughs> anyways. so
0: cute, <laughs> ooh,
1: um, but, um, <laughs> sorry, we're obsessed with animals. I was going to uh, say, you guys weren't able to see that, so it probably sounds crazy, but
0: this cat is just so cute. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, anyway. Um, he kind of looks, if you guys ever seen the movie Home? It was on Netflix. He kind of looks like the alien from Home. <laughs> it was like this little purple guy, to put him in perspective. Anyways, so, um, like a lot of people pray this, like, I'm not perfect, but please make me more like Jesus because Jesus was the only perfect person to ever walk on earth Mm -hmm. and it's crazy when I I started watching the passion actually I didn't ever finish it but I started watching the beginning of it and I was just watching how bad these people were to Jesus and I was getting heated like I was getting so mad I was like why are you guys being so terrible to him like he was literally just standing there and like one person would come punch him another person would come punch him people would spin his his face I'm like he is literally standing there. Like he's, he's not even, he was
0: about to be crucified? Yeah.
1: Like he's not even getting like fighting back. Like he's not even resisting any of this. And these people just keep coming. I literally wanted to cry. I was getting yeah. so mad. And I'm like this man. And this is just like a side effect of me standing up for Jesus. Like this man literally was beat to death for us for us even
0: for the people who were hitting him yes. like, to put it into perspective he died for everybody's sins yep. he died for everybody's like anger and
1: whatever they did mm-hmm. like, the he people who did whipped that. him the people who nailed him to the cross he died for them and anytime literally you could accept Jesus into your heart today and be like Jesus I accept you into my heart yeah. you are my lord and savior say that you believe and claim Jesus Jesus will accept you and yeah. that is wild to me like you just can speak it and Jesus loves you yeah he loves us so much and that's when but he, he
0: already loved you before you even said it yes like, he literally loves you he just wants you to accept him because he wants you to have eternal life
1: yeah exactly and that's crazy because you literally could do anything like we could sin and that's like doing the same thing to Jesus over and over again and Jesus still is like I love you I knew we were this gonna is do this exactly why I died yep. I loved you, and I, I'm okay with this. Just come back to me, and we'll make it cool. Exactly. I'm like, what? Like, it's so crazy to me when and I put I it in this And
0: too, like, just to, because this was in my heart to say, too, like, we don't have to be in church to do it. We don't no. have to be baptized no. to accept God. Because that's always what I thought growing up in a Catholic church, that I had to be baptized to make it into heaven. That's literally what my grandma told me. Like, I had to be baptized to make it into heaven. And it's like, no, if I would have known that I could have just accepted jesus in my home yeah and like prayed to god on my own time like in my room or something and have had eternal life from that point on my whole life would have changed my whole world would have changed right but i wasn't raised like that i didn't know that yeah so for those of you listening like you don't have to be in church to accept
1: jesus or god and if you guys are ever in the milwaukee area too you guys are always welcome to come to our church we a faith builder's open arms like you will walk in and be like all right is this like my family reunion or something like everyone there is so welcoming they make you feel feel at home yeah you
0: feel the love and not that it's forced like if you just want to come and sit in the back like yeah and don't want to see anybody for your first time being at church just like try it out yeah you never know like
1: literally um one of my my sister's best friend's cousins I met him at a couple family events and he was talking about being in his faith and I was like dude you should come to church Mm -hmm. and then he came and now he hasn't left and he loves it and I'm like dude I'm so happy for you yeah like this is what it's about dude like come just try to experience it because you never know yeah what it is like like
0: even if you're skeptical like if you just ask god he will show you the truth he'll show you the church you're supposed to be in like he will bring signs into your life if Mm -hmm. you're looking for them and if you truly want it
1: yeah and another side story um one of mine and joss's friends she's in our girls group she told i was like you need i've Been friends with her since like literally second grade. I was like, You need to come to Faith Builders, dude. Just one time, come. And she literally was like, Okay, maybe. Like, I will. I want to come back to church. I'm like, Okay, dope. And so, literally, her sister didn't like, doesn't go to church, but she's like, You need to try Faith Builders. She was like, What? She's like, That is God, bro. Like, so yeah. He literally will send
0: like the most. And I love this. Like, one of the ladies at church, she kept saying, I don't believe in coincidences. And I love that because it's so true. Like, there's no coincidence that you ended up in the exact time, in the exact place, talking to the exact people that you are. Like, God set that up. Yeah. You just have to, like, open your eyes and see that and accept that. Like, God set your life up so intentionally. He knew the people that were going to help you. He knew what was essentially going to lead you to him. He knew the hardships that was going to make you finally like surrender your life to him like he knows exactly what you need at exactly what time he's just waiting for you to ask exactly because he doesn't have he doesn't have access into your life unless you allow him he's never gonna force it on you he's never gonna force his love on you he's never gonna force his guidance on you he needs you to accept him before he can do that because if he forced it, it wouldn't be love. And we say that all the time. Like if I forced Kayla to be my friend, it wouldn't be love. Like if I literally showed up at her house and picked her up and be like, no, you're hanging out with me. Like you have no choice. That wouldn't be like a loving friendship. I would, she would be like, um, you're literally psychotic and the most controlling person I've ever met. Like absolutely not.
1: You can have fun sitting outside. But think about that
0: with God. Like you would I want god to just show up and be like i'm forcing you to follow me right. otherwise like no like you're done yeah you know what i mean like it just doesn't make sense like he's an all-loving god dude
1: i don't think i've ever thought about it that way yeah
0: because i think we think because that's what i thought i'm like well if god loved me then why didn't he call me when i was like five yeah <laughs> But he needed me to go through something. Yeah. And I wasn't at the point. Like, I didn't even understand that. So, he got me to the point where he knew that, okay, this is the time where she's going to be open. Yeah. And he sent through me, it was through Xavier, so like, through a guy. For everybody, it's not going to be like that, but he sends what he knows is going to grab your attention. Yeah. And when you're officially going to be open to accepting him.
1: Dude, and at first, this is like a... I grew up in church, but... When I moved out to California, I was like, would see the people's relationship with God and like all this stuff. And I was almost like jealous of them. I'm like, why don't I have that? And it's because I never like took Jesus into my heart and actually let him run my life, not run my life, but lead me through. Well, I guess run my life, like lead me through life. And I was like, now I look at it and I'm like, if I wouldn't have gone through what I've gone through, like I would have never been able to experience their love. And like their love literally is perfect love of how Jesus's love is. Exactly. And so it's perfect that I got to see that example and I was like dude like there's no reason to be jealous like God put them in my life for a reason to show me yeah like so yeah
0: yeah and what I wanted to end on too is how important like confession over your life is because pastor was talking about this and the lady I met up with yesterday was talking about this it's so important for us to confess over our lives positive things and like things that are breaking curses off of us and off of our families yeah um because she was telling me too like sometimes we think deliverance means literally having people like lay hands on us and pray for us sometimes that is needed and in a lot of cases yes like prayer is going to help so much but we can do it for ourselves. Right. Like, we can pray over ourselves. We can confess over ourselves. We can break curses off of ourselves. We have that authority. Um, and so she told me, and she actually wrote one up for me, like, personally for me, for what I'm struggling with. But you can write down everything you're struggling with. Look into scripture and what scripture has to say about that. Write it down and make it into something something cohesive that you can pray over yourself every single day Mm -hmm. until you feel like it's gone or until you feel like you need a different prayer or whatever like you could just do that every single day over yourself like positive prayers and positive confession over yourself right in jesus name and that's good and yeah and she just explained to me the story of how powerful it was in her life and um her testimony with doing that and it just it does it works wonders even if you she even said like even if you don't see results right away you will start feeling so different like you'll start feeling like things are changing even when it's not like immediate results but if you're consistent with it like you will
1: eventually see change right oh dude that's great that's yeah that's beautiful too because it just shows like how much God will work in your life if you just let him. If
0: you just are open to it. If you right. just want him to. Exactly. He will. And those of you who are skeptical, try it. Right. Like, just ask him. Be like, God, like, if you're real, then show me. Come yep. into my life and show me a sign that you are real. Do it. And he'll do it. And, and you can't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid. Be right. Be open.
1: Yep. And I, um, I, like, saw this TikTok and I was just thinking about it as you were talking about that. And it's <laughs> it's funny because the girl was like... First, God showed me that I needed to get delivered from, like, drinking and smoking. I've seen this and one. Then, and then he brought up that I need to deal with this and this and this. And I, like, honestly think it's so funny because that's so true. Like, God will show you this and this. Like, God delivered me from drinking and smoking. Like, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with it a little bit sometimes, and I'm trying to get completely delivered from it. But at first, I was like, dude, like... What well, just I-? drinking. Yes. Like, clarify. Yeah. Yes, just drinking. Just drinking. <laughs> Anyways, but... um. I'm like, okay, God, what's the next thing? And it's just like he does it to you and you're like, okay, I'm ready. But, yeah, no, it's yeah. just funny to me.
0: Right i think that was a super good conversation i agree and i hope that it helped some of you and i hope because we didn't plan on talking about any of that so i hope that some of it ministered to who's ever listening and that um it gave you some kind of hope or some kind of guidance because i know that's something that i've needed a lot of lately and pastor and ladies at church have been helping a lot and um I feel like I like talking about things that we're personally going through like in the moment because it's us growing with you and us teaching you through what we're personally going through. It's not like we're coming from a place of like, oh, we're such mature Christians. Yeah. We're really not. No. We're super, I mean, even though we're two years in about, um, we're still super new to this and there's still so much to learn. We have so much maturing to do
1: so dude and I like I like talk about it sometimes and um one of the the people in one of our bible studies he'd be like but I walk so I'm like walking but I fall over and I'm like bro I'm still laying down like I'm not even rolling over yet like I'm laying on the ground waiting to roll I'm almost there but not there yet it's just funny to me when I think about that (laughs) but anyways but anyways
0: we hope you guys have a good week and we will see you or hear from you
1: in our next episode yes because we want Save the girl.